Welcome back to Roman Rhodes Seize the Day, aka Roman and Rhodes. Roman and Rhodes Grasp for Sanity. This is our quarantine season podcast. Uh, I'm Roman. And I'm Rhodes. We got Rhodes on the phone. He's safe and sound at home. Hope you're doing all right. No shit, and I hate it. <laughs> but what can you do? Yeah, what can you do right now? It's BS. Yeah, no. It's dumb, dude. I woke up with like a monster headache. Really? Like, uh, I guess I had sinuses because it was a, uh, the headache was like from my eyes all the way back around my head to the other eye. That's sinuses or something, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds like sinus, sinus problem. I don't know, man. It made it like hard to think. Like, I literally couldn't focus. And it was bullshit, too, because I kept getting asked questions. It's like, <laughs> it's like you, this is why people, why cursing was invented. When you have to continuously repeat yourself, eventually somebody just came up with the syllables. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the way to work. It was the only way to get it done. Wait, so uh, people, man, who's asking you questions? What have you been doing? Who, who the fuck else am I around? Your, your, yeah. your cl- close naturally. Relatives? Yeah, my co-host Gilbert. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Your close. I haven't heard rel- from your ass in like half a week. Your close relatives, I said, not your co-host. So what have you been up to? Uh, just being here at home, trying to make sure my kid does her homework. Uh, yeah. uh, I thought you'd be all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I thought you were like traveling, you know? I could have never guessed that. That, yeah. that was, uh, you know, there's just so many options. So many things you could do right now. You could be like laying on the grass. You know, you could be, uh, you know, sitting in the restroom, staring at a wall. Oh, I, so I did so my, many things to do right now. I did my share of staring at the wall in the bathroom. Yeah, I guess that's the thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what's up, man? Uh, uh, not much. You guys do. You, Go ahead. Do, do you guys do like Easter or something already, or whatever that is? No, we've been doing since it's Holy Week. We've been doing. Uh, me and my family have been doing like prayer every day. Um, oh, that's good. Which is pretty cool. And um, we had to do something like that too. We had to make like our own. Uh, what is it? Unleavened bread and y- such. It was honestly that was pretty cool. Like and with like the wine, it was like that yeah. Jewishy one. That had like I think it's Concord or something. Ooh, it's Concord like for grape. rituals. Yeah, it it says on the bottle that it like you could use it for you know religious stuff. Yeah. But afterwards, I gotta eat the body of Christ, mm-hmm. and I gotta say that motherfucker was delicious. Oh my god, dude! It's like it would go great with hummus. Well, it was it... a rich bready taste, and uh, I, it was almost like a cracker, but it was it was the closest I could come to it is like whenever you overdo a tortilla a little bit mm-hmm. but not all the way it was like it was made just the right texture like seriously mm-hmm. it is the ultimate dipping chip and it's like it's super simple to make uh so you, you made just, your own unleavened bread fuck yeah how'd you make it you just get uh you need wheat flour uh-huh. you literally add water and s that's it you flatten it out uh i forgot the ratios but then also you got to Poke it with a fork. Apparently, that's like why crackers have holes in them. It keeps the bread from rising up and puffing up like a pita pocket, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You toss it in the oven and like a pan, kind of bullish type. I don't know how much that part matters. That's what we did anyway. Then you just like toast it until it's like, you know, crisp. It's fucking great. And then, uh, like, well, it comes out all solid, and then you can just break it up into bits however size you want. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could. Uh, what is it? Do a little pattern on it of the of the 
that you want the chips to break into before you cook it, and that would work too. But you know, you don't have to. I was like, I'm not doing that to be fancy for nobody. Mm-hmm. It was good. It served so, its purpose. So when you say you did it, like you had a service, like you listened to something like this over the phone or something like that while you uh, participated in the service? Yeah. Or is it just? A- it was like uh, no, yeah, no. It was like uh, I guess online they had like the service set up. Uh-huh. Like I think it was pre-recorded. I'm pretty sure. I because my mom had set it up before, so that way we could just go like you know, start it on time because they had to start like at 9 p.m. Yeah. Like right after sunset, I guess, uh, because of biblical reasons or whatever. And uh, like I know the reasons. Like Jesus died. That's yes. why. Uh-huh. That's why everything. But uh, yeah. Then the guy, you know, read passages and we listened to the passages and followed along, and you know, that was that. Well, that's pretty cool. Super complicated. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah, we did. We nope. had our our masses with over the weekend uh, on Facebook. The priest just celebrated them on Facebook. Really? And that's what they're gonna that's do. Cool. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do this weekend for Easter masses. Um, Makes sense. So was it like a video or was it pre-recorded or was it live? He he did it live. That's how it worked. Um, it worked out pretty well. Right. I mean, there were a couple of technical issues, uh, mm. so I'm not sure if he's gonna do it pre-recorded for the this weekend. Um, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I'm surprised. I would have thought that y'all guys would have had like a website set up to do that in advance. And I'm surprised that we had a website set up and didn't use something like a Facebook video mm-hmm. group or something. Well, That's see, what surprised me. Yeah, this this was our our local parish priest who did the mass over the Facebook. Yeah. In San Antonio, there is a Catholic um uh, uh, TV station, and they every weekend they they all they always do masses on TV. You could catch it on TV. I heard about that. Yeah, I've seen the commercials. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, since I was a kid, sometimes on Sunday mornings we'd watch the early mass, and then we'd go to mass ourselves. Mm. You know, so that's still going cool. on. So, and I'm pretty Double sure you different. can probably find it on the Archdiocese website. But I think yeah. every kind of parish priest in their own church is doing their own thing over over social media. Yeah, see, that's what I thought it would be uh, for us. I thought we would have, mm-hmm. like, our local guy have a Facebook thing set up, but I don't I don't know why they didn't do that. Honestly, it's not like they consult me, but, you know, it worked out. We got the main one, so I guess everybody who's official went to the site mm-hmm. and got it logged on. I was trying to look for it. I know, you know what? It's not even through the site. I don't think uh, – I think you had to have the app. Yeah, then have the an official app. app. Oh, okay. The application, yeah. But oh well. But hey, that's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting to see how people are changing things up in these situations. Yeah, and I think it's going to have a lasting impact. I, I believe these these. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while before things get back to normal, and I think all these changes they're doing right now over social media, and you know, including I think we had the conversation about um, the whole school system the last time we recorded a podcast. Oh yeah, it's going to be. Oh, the, I have something. Go on, sorry. Yeah, go. No, I was gonna say it's. it's I think it's, these changes are gonna stay for a while. You for know, sure. for the rest of the year, I'm. I'm feeling until. I think it's I gonna be a full that, year man. before things get kind of like a hundred percent back to normal. I don't think there will be a hundred percent back to normal because of reasons I'm about to bring up. Bring them up. So, I saw on on a Facebook post, which was BS. Somebody was posting a thing about how dairy farmers are just wasting a bunch of milk and. They were complaining, oh, why don't they just give it away, blah, blah, some other yadas. Like, mm-hmm. why is there a milk shortage? Because remember, for a while, you couldn't find milk, eggs, 
basic dairy stuff and meat, right? Because everybody was buying all of it at one time, and it was yeah. taking And their too long thing was like, why are they wasting it? It turns out, and I did some research, that the dairy farms that were doing that were not. Uh, they were they were the guys who sold to restaurants and other industries. Oh, so like okay. the, if you, the milk you get for like at school to restaurants and big block stuff. That's what that was for, and because. The restaurants were closed up. They couldn't send it out. Now, if you're a dumbass, you might be asking, well, why did they just sell that at the store? Because you're stupid. And the reason is, I'm joking, but you are dumb. Not you specifically, I but know, I know people who, who don't get it. I know who you're talking you're, about. You're not talking to me. I'm just saying, I feel like people were, do you really think dairy farmers, you know, are just happy wasting their freaking product? No. Like, I guarantee, like, people have to know because they complain about it all the time. You know, how little, how short their margins are. Mm-hmm. Even without being in Wisconsin anymore, I hear about it fairly regularly on the news. Like, the dairy farmers saying, like, milk's too cheap and they need to be subsidized and stuff like that. Well, apparently, the machinery to start putting milk from the containers they have it in into, like, regular containers to, uh, oh, even, not even the, just the machines. They'd have to remachine their whole farm. And the distributors are different, too, because you need different types of of trucks, different types of boxes, different, basically, it's like starting over a whole new business. Yeah. And the thing is, those machines are so big, they'd have to clean out the ones they had. They said it would take at least six months, if they had the money, to retool everything. And not, well, not even retool, bring in full-on new machines, because the labeling's different, and the quality of milk is different. There's all, it's, it really, it's, I was shocked. Now, I guess to show, like, not everybody, maybe I'm an idiot, too. I was shocked at the difference in the milk that you could buy at the store shelf versus the milk that they sell to like schools mm-hmm. and uh, restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff like that and other factories. And because things have slowed down the way they have, more people are cooking at home. The people who sell directly to grocery stores are doing fine. The people who sell to restaurants and schools are not doing fine because they might be providing school lunches, but those do not come with the milk. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. I know, do, do kids keep up with the food from school? Or I haven't. My my sister hasn't been going to get uh, food at her school. Mm-hmm. My, neither has my daughter. So, actually, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, because I know the situation. Yeah. No, they do not come with the milk. And it's kind of oh. a good thing that they haven't been going, because uh, I don't know if you heard that. Where we're at, we where, where we are at, Yes. some of the lunch workers apparently got the COVID-19. That's what I heard, yeah. Yep, and it was true. True, you heard that. And also, apparently, um, I know somebody who works at a meat place or whatever, and they were exposed to somebody who was exposed to somebody who had COVID nineteen. Yeah. Right. So it was like, a, and they decided they quarantined themselves instantly. They were being responsible, right? That's very responsible. They told thing their to do. worker, huh? That's a very responsible thing to do. Of course, and they called their company, and everybody else had to like they had to shut down, and apparently that not everybody's as responsible her uh, as they are mm-hmm. because at a different uh, it's a tyson plant and apparently a few other meat industries somebody you know got sick there and they had to shut down the whole plant oh wow so there might be a meat shortage coming up panic buy now oh god yeah that's a, that's a perfect thing to tell our audience to do <laughs> do it do it you heard it here first buy your stuff your, yourself Get home when you're all safe and sound. Then let your friends and family know. And tell them you heard it here first. Roman Rhodes podcast. Grasp for sanity. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sees the supplies from now on. Screw sees the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. 
but uh, you know. Well, that's one FYI. thing. Yeah, my job actually, we we do get milk from a company, um, and we do get large batches. And actually, I I didn't think about it. I was like, I wonder what they're gonna do now <laughs> that they're not delivering to us and the other uh, businesses in but the just area. Just to clarify, it's like the milk that you receive. It's different than like you know what you get at H E B, right? It's a different brand, yeah. So I'm assuming, and they do mm-hmm. specifically. Excuse me. They do specifically deliver to businesses and schools because yep. I remember I talked to the milk guy, became friendly with the milk ah. guy. Uh, he, you know, uh, yep. uh, we talk about stuff, and they said, yeah, that they're they. He would mm-hmm. tell me, yeah, I have to go to the Walgreens to stock them up. I have to go to the other Subway yep. restaurant and this and that just to stock mm-hmm. a milk, and it's specifically milk for restaurants. So it's a totally yep. different distribution. See, I'm not sure if the milk is coming from a different place than where the well, that's what grocery I found, stores. Because it the is. People who were complaining about it were the actual the farmers. The farmers. The okay. dairy farmers. I knew yeah. for sure that they were distributing only to schools and restaurants. Mm-hmm. So It just seems to be the case. because uh, So you're part of the problem. And thank you for admitting that. That was very brave <laughs> of you. Yes, um, I am part Yeah, of basically, the, the farm, because at the farm where they have the no, a ranch, I guess, would be the way to say it. It's weird to say. It's dairy farm. It's a farm. You're not farming. You're fucking ranching. But I guess you're farming <laughs> milk from the cow. I'm confused on that. Uh, they're interchangeable. Um, oh, the thing is, uh, they tend to have a lot of the equipment there on, on the grounds. Like, they pull the milk from the cow, and it goes directly into a machine because, like, the machine sucks it out. They don't have people out there you know, tugging out one on the, the cows, mm-hmm. it goes into the machine, and from there it it uh, puts it in containers for them or stores it in a giant tank, and yeah. then it goes, boom, straight onto the box, straight to their distributor, and the distributor distributes it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, it is directly one farm. Our, like, specific farms are set up to sell milk directly to, you know, whoever their, their guy is. That's why it's so difficult. I guess it's a unique to that business mm-hmm. that it's set up that way. You know, well, even like meat products, I'm thinking, because like we also get deliveries from uh, a company that is a distributor for boar's head meats, which is Mm -hmm. all your hams and cheeses and cold cuts and everything. So specifically, I'm wondering what's going to happen to their that distribution company. I do think it is a little different. And the reason being is because. The cattle farmer tends to not be the. They might have deals with the companies, but they don't usually have the butcher shop and all that other stuff, you know, on the farm. That there are a few places that do that. I know there's actually a brand of jerky that mm-hmm. I really like, and the guy lives down in like Brownsville, mm-hmm. and he raises the cattle, chops it up, seasons it, and cooks it there, and it's like a whole factory setup. But that is fairly uncommon. It's like the person um, who uh, what is it um, over here where we have the butcher place. The, mm-hmm. the animals come in alive. They have a kill floor. They Then they, you know, chop, chop, blah, blah, put it wherever. But here's the other thing. The cattle, I mean, if you if things slow down, they just like, okay, keep eating out on the field. But with okay. dairy cows, they have to be milked. They have to be maintained. You know, they're a different kind of animal. Well, not a different kind of animal, but, you no, know, they, the, yeah. they're designed and they're pumped full of chemicals to keep them producing milk. So they literally have to they be have to running their machines constantly, spilling out milk constantly, and so it is a literal waste. It's not like with the beef cattle where you could say, ah, just fuck off, beef cows, you know, and keep, like, wolves and chupacapas from eating them. And totally just make different. sure they're not um, breeding 
a lot, yeah. you know, so they get new cows. They can just keep keep them for a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, if you're really desperate and you need to murder some cows, boom, turn it straight to jerky and, you know, well, not straight to jerky. It takes a while, but meat preserved. The only way you can preserve milk is uh, evaporating it, and even that takes special kind of machinery, and nobody likes that. They just use it for baking. My parents like to use evaporated milk for coffee. Now, I don't know. I know, like, back in the day, I'd watch a lot of old, I mean, like, very old TV, like TV shows from the 40s and 50s. And a big thing, I guess since it was brand new, was uh, evaporated milk would, like, sponsor almost every TV show. And they would have cookbooks about what to do with evaporated milk and all this stuff. But isn't it just evaporated milk? Because you take the water out, so you just, you get the evaporated milk, you add water to it to make it regular milk? I'm pretty sure. And I think there are some that are a little bit more like powdered milk. Like, they can keep going on that process and it takes a few other things out. Yeah. But here's the reason that popped up is because I think it was like, it was literally a welfare program for, uh, dairy cow people whatever the government started buying a bunch of it so that they could stay in business because the prices dropped too much they overproduced and that's why they got like government cheese and those giant racks of cheese that they were just sending straight out to families yeah they were still producing so much they were able to you know they needed to create a new product that would last longer because they were making so much milk and actually they're talking right now about getting the what is it government to basically start buying cheese and milk and sending it out to people Honestly, you know, if they're sending it out to me, yeah, I guess that's cool. Do you know why that stopped? Because I remember my grandma used to get that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, it, I don't know the exact time, but it did stop. It was basically uh, somebody was being a dick. I don't have too much information <laughs> about that. I do know that the government cheese stuff was so it was popular enough that if you go into some grocery stores and you look on the very bottom shelf and you see a pretty long box open it up and there's uh-huh. a bunch of cheese that's all just slammed together already pre-sliced yeah. that is the closest you'll get to government cheese now people think oh that's disgusting but it has its purposes and it has a pretty high melting point and has a lot of flavor i mean i the flavor you're looking for but it's got it apparently if you add that shit to mac and cheese it cheesifies the hell out of it you mix that's that in, mix that in with a little bit of good sharp cheddar uh or some mm. monterey jack then mixing it in that'll give you the uh, good, uh, good consistency. For reasons, man. For reasons. Yeah. Also, to that kind of cheese stays uh, meltier longer. That's it, true. Uh, it'd be like a thicker version of nacho cheese, I think, like you get mm-hmm. from the movie theater. That oh, could man. be fucking around. I don't know. Speaking of movie theaters, man, I miss going to the movies. <laughs> oh, man, did you hear? Yeah, man, did you hear? MC might be closing down. Well, yeah, actually, that was one of the topics on one YouTube show I watched. And, um, they got some details about that. The reason is because, well, because AMC had started their AMC um, A list or the the movie like their version of the movie pass, where you could buy you know a monthly subscription and go see like three movies a week on the subscription. Yeah. But also, they had been renovating their their theaters for the past couple past couple years, so they were already in debt to begin like the uh. beginning of the year. And they were the the A list um, movie pass thing. They were starting to make a profit on that at the beginning of this year, or the beginning of the quarter, or whatever. So the reason yeah. it hit them so hard right now that they're closed is because they already owe money. And I heard it was almost like a couple billion dollars that Ooh. they start off in debt because they were doing all these renovations 
and all these yeah. changes to benefit them, which, you know, if they yeah. stayed open. That's what you want to do. It, That's yeah. what capitalism is at its best. Exactly. It's a good move if you're going to be open, but they couldn't foresee this stuff happening. So with them, being, good. with them being closed, they're not making any, they're not making the positive amount of money that they would be making at the moment. So they're like stuck yeah. in debt. So um, in theory, they're not in a good place to where they could stay open. However, AMC is one of the largest um, theater chains in the company. Like they're everywhere. So uh, yeah. some sources say that probably someone's going to step in to help them out financially. Uh, and it's just a matter to see like who or what. But yeah. like they are pretty much almost bankrupt they're really in debt however they don't think since since they're the largest company they yeah, might be able to get help yeah. you know something i think that's what i'm saying this is why i don't think we get to see things say that things are going to be going back to normal because things like this are going to keep happening the longer it gets stretched out and even if it doesn't happen right away this is putting a huge chink into a bunch of companies armor yeah you know yeah, there's. I mean, we're right because they're losing out on all this profit, but a lot of them are still having to pay bills on and rent and mm-hmm. you know all these other insurances and stuff. And it's literally, we're you know bleeding out. And our gov, our not just our government, um, the way our financial institutions are set up and the way I just think the zeitgeist, you know, the spirit of this country is set up. Mm-hmm. This is just stabbing it in the side. And a lot of people aren't noticing it right away because we are kind of insulated. But once things start, once people start getting out and, you know, trying to make things normal again and realizing, you know, their favorite restaurant is gone. Their, the bank they used to go to is gone. Their uh, movie theater is gone. That their school kid had to close down and they're going to a new school now. Things are going to be very different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the people that will change the least will be the people who are a lot better off. Maybe people will start noticing that. Maybe things will be positive change. Maybe they'll buy more guns. I heard gun sales have been going up. Yes. I also heard that Texas leads the country or leads the states in alcohol consumption or alcohol buying during this nice. pandemic. We're radical, man. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Well, it's funny. One uh, Last night, I went and picked up some curbside... Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, picking up curbside, trying to be, you know, responsible. Um, they're all right. But have you been terrible? Like, <laughs> wasn't the best, but it 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 it, it uh what it hit the spot that <laughs> that was lacking. I really miss pluckers. Uh, but have you been like going to a lot of restaurants and stuff and doing like curbside or stuff like that? Alright, you cut out for a second. I didn't hear the last thing you said. Here you go. Am I there? Okay, now you're back. Awesome. Yeah, if I cut off, and again, and it's close, just to end it, I guess. But yeah, I, I just you go to the parking lot. You can go in to put your order, but you got to, you know, go back to your car, mm-hmm. and then they bring it out to you, curbside. But you've been doing that? Have you been? Yeah. Yeah. I just did it once, and then I've been going through some drive throughs But we try to mostly eat at home. It's just we don't have a lot of room because, you know, we're, we're poor. So much, there's only so much you can do. Well, same here, man. I mean, I've been, I've only done that a couple times, and but trying to eat more at home, and we do have a lot of food that's gonna, you know, it's funny, like the amount of food that I realize we have, 
that we didn't eat <laughs> before this whole thing started. Like a lot of canned yeah. food. But um, that's one thing that I think, you know, maybe there's one change too is people are going to realize, you know, how to how to get by maybe a little bit more, hopefully. That's, I mean, that, I think that would be a positive thing. So there's not much waste. But, that's true. Uh, but, but um, I don't know, man. People, we were here. It'll change things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're about at the end right now. Uh, any last words before we wrap up? No, not especially. Just uh, don't forget to check us out. Roman and, oh, if I have uh, questions y'all want to submit, any other things, go to RomanRoads uh, at gmail.com. Right. That is correct. Listen, I've been trying to come out with like a, a different cutout phrase, and I think I'm going with uh, try not to die. <laughs> it's very positive, very uh, life-affirming. Try not to die. <laughs> all right well uh our audience out there thank you for listening be safe take care catch us on the next podcast and you roads you take take care be safe and live dangerously live dangerously try not to die and i'll catch you next time don't repeat everything i said it's weird <laughs> <laughs> all right see you man all right take care bye-bye